Hey, welcome back to the Digital Church Toolkit podcast. My name is Peter. My name is Josh. Welcome. <laughs> and uh, every week we talk you through um, the ups and downs, the highs and lows of building a business, uh, servicing churches, making digital communication easier for churches, ministries, conferences. Man, what a week it's been, Josh. Come on. It's been, it's been quite a, great a week. moment. Like, it's been a great week. Quite a, quite a, a milestone week. Yeah, we've seen a lot of each other in person. That's unusual. That is unusual. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We have, yeah. So um, for those listening this week, we, for about 18 months, we've had a workshop called Church Social Media Made Simple. And we've been delivering that workshop to people. And uh, we've been wanting to get it online. And this week we recorded it, which was Come on. Um, quite, a, quite a milestone. Um, and, and we're now editing it and getting it together so we can send it, so we can put it out online and, and sell it as an e-course. But it was quite a good week. That was quite a good week. It was a great week. I think, yeah, that's, I mean, that's definitely my success. I'm, I think mean, we've been, talk, we've been talking too. about it for a while. We've been delivering it for a while. We've seen the impact it's had on individuals and churches and, and, and stuff like that. So yeah, it's just been something that we've been wanting to do because people have been mentioning it from all around the world. Yeah, like, Hey, can, yeah, yeah. Will, will you live stream the, the event that you do? Will you do this? So we thought, well, actually we'll record it with a beautiful location. Mm. but beautiful location to film it in um yeah thanks to the guys over there yeah so yeah my church it's like a 200 year old church and they just renovated like two weeks ago they finished renovation so we uh, we were the first commercial hire they'd had yeah so we had it out and spent the day recording in there it was great great fun yeah which is great perfect light totally so um yeah we had some we, we i feel like we shared some things in the moment there which we'd never like really spoken about before and shared in, in in our things and i think that's gonna provide a lot of really great value and just benefit to to those who are listening i think um i think the best bit of the course is the final thing we did where we were talking about ideas like so we kind of take people through all the training talk to them about branding and what is social media and strategy and then the very last video was us giving people some ideas and honestly like that was some of the best value stuff oh yeah um which i think i think we've we've done in a while so um i'm super excited for people to see that and and that too I uh, really, I think it was a great way to conclude the course. Yeah. And yeah. so, yeah, it was great. It was really good. Josh, yeah. so what did you find? Have you ever done like a full day's filming like that before? Um, have I ever done a full day filming like that before? Probably not. No. Did you find anything challenging about it? Um, uh, no. I mean, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> did I find anything challenging? Um, I mean, probably just the, the, I don't know if it's even challenging, but obviously there's preparation that goes into it of making sure like, you, you know, you know what you're going to say. I've delivered talks before um, and things, but just making sure you want to say what you want to say, especially as you're on camera, like how much do I want to look, you know, am I okay with looking down on paper? Do I want to kind of just do it completely yeah, yeah, yeah. without notes and just go for it? But it's like, yeah, I think it was just the, pre- the preparation. Um yeah, it wasn't. I, I didn't find that overly challenging. Was that was that something that you you find challenging, like a full day of filming, or is that kind of you're like, oh, this? I is... find a full day of talking challenging. Okay, yeah. I, I was I was super exhausted by the end of the day. Yeah. Um, I think just like emo- like emotionally exhausting, having to spend the whole day thinking about your next sentence. Yes. Um, I found that quite. I didn't find it. 
I wouldn't say I found the actual kind of um, filming challenging. I've done, I've done, I'm used to being on the other side of the camera. So actually with the guy filming, so my friend Jack was filming and me and Jack were, uh, helped produce a video series. It was a little bit like Rob Bell's Numa about, oh, I was at uni when we, when we produced that. So, um, probably about five years ago. No, no, no. Seven, six, seven years ago. It was called pause, uh, with a friend of mine called Mike McGlynn. He's now at Hilson Liverpool. Uh, and, um, we, 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 so I was used to being on like the other side of the camera helping Mike, you know, Mike would have, I knew what Mike was going to say. And so Mike would say it. And then I'd kind of, I basically was probably the director slash producer. And then Jack was like the video camera yeah. man, videographer editor. And, um, so I'm used to being on the other side. So it was kind of interesting being in front of it instead of behind it. Um, and, um, I think that that was interesting, but no, I didn't find the actual filming challenging, but definitely by the end of the day, I would, I, at lunchtime, I don't know if you were like, should we just film through lunch? And I'm like, I need lunch. You can oh, film yeah. through lunch. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. going for lunch. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I was just, and it's like new, like I could feel, I I know why I feel like when I need food and that's definitely how I was feeling. Yeah. So I didn't, I don't know if it was a challenge per se, like I could do that every day, but it wasn't, um, I guess it's very different than kind of sit behind a computer for the day, you know, which yeah. is... Oh, totally. Is, so. I, th- I think, yeah, that's the interesting thing. I think the, probably the challenge of the week was, you know, those things are great. I, you know, again, I love doing that. It was different to, to the normal. Like, we went out, there was there was that. We had, you know, we were together again on Thursday, had meetings in person, yeah. you know, most of the day. And it's great. And it's like, you know, meetings take time. Traveling takes time. Getting to and from places... And it's like, oh, that's great. That would be great if I could just then finish and go to sleep. But it's like, oh, I've still actually got to sit down and manually also do work as well. It was kind of yeah, like, exactly. I think that yeah, was the yeah, challenge yeah. of like fitting everything in. It's like, I can go out and have a meeting. I travel out to it. It could be an hour there, an hour back or, or whatever, however long it takes. I've actually still, after that, that's three hours taken. I've still actually got to go and do X amount of hours of work still. So it's, I think, in the, again, it's, you're in the growth stages. You want to meet with people. You take time to have the phone calls, the things. It might a job might come from it, a job might never come from it. We need, you know, filming, we're not going to see, you know, money in the bank today, like right. you would do perhaps with a project that needs to be done today. But it's the kind of thing that's like, okay, we need to invest in this. So I think it's it's that balance. That's probably the challenge of like, it's like, oh, spending time in that. But then it's like, okay, I've got to work through the evening again to kind of get this yeah. stuff done. I think that's the challenge of starting up when you have no team yeah you know so a day spent filming is a day spent away from working on clients and ultimately at the moment clients is what's paying the bills paying the rent paying the mortgage whilst um working on something like a workshop is what is money in the bank in six months time yeah um so it's kind of it's like seed i i once heard someone talk about seed and bread um, so like bread is for you to eat and seed is for you to plant and invest. And, and they were talking about money. It's the same with time, isn't it? You have, um, bread time, which is stuff that you're meant to like work on. That's going to feed you today. Yeah. And then you have time that's meant for investing in stuff that's going to feed you tomorrow totally, or next yeah. week or next year or next, the next decade. Um, so yeah, I think, I think that's, it's interesting. It's definitely interesting, you know. Yeah. What what for, what for you? If was the challenge? Yeah, it was a challenge. So I've started running. Yeah. Um, come but, on, come on. And well, so I used to do quite a bit of running on 
in the gym on the treadmill and i never used to stretch so um which everyone's gonna say you're an idiot but anyway hey ho i didn't use to stretch and i never had any problems until (laughs) well yeah until yeah so i went for one monday afternoon woke up tuesday absolutely fine did a full day's filming and then woke up wednesday morning and i could barely move like my lower back was in so much pain uh like so much pain and then um uh so same on thursday when i was with you and then it, it's much better yeah. now. i mean it's, it's almost 100 now so it's absolutely fine but um the challenge of the week was definitely a bad back i felt it gave me a sympathy for 85 year old men i'll tell you that much. yeah <laughs> <laughs> i've never had so many baths in one week just to try and like relax my muscles um and then i think I was doing a lot of traveling too. So it was fine when I was like walking about, actually, it was more like sitting down and, and kind of staying still that, that, that gave me, um, challenge. Yeah. And so Thursday I came over to you. So I must've been on trains for four or five hours of the day. And I actually traveled again on Friday, I was on the train for like five, six hours on Friday. So, and um, that was probably difficult. Like if I'd be spent like a day walking around, I think I would have been okay. But like, literally like you can't walk up and down a train cause you're like a weirdo. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but that come was on. my challenge. You're enjoying that. You're enjoying So you're just a, you're just a, a gymnasium runner. You're like a treadmill guy. You're not. A... Yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't run on the road. Okay. Um, I think the good thing about a treadmill, I don't have very much motivation. So when you're running on a treadmill, you can't really stop. Yeah. Because you fall off. Whilst yeah. if I'm running on the road, I just stop. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I'm bored. So um, I that's kind of that's kind of what I've learned. Um, so yeah, I I mean I haven't actually been back to the gym because last week was my bad was my back was bad my back was bad so I didn't go. And then uh, I just haven't gone this week yet. It's been busy a few days. So um, yeah, although we're talking about this week, aren't we? <laughs> Well, oh, awkward, yeah. <laughs> Just so everyone realizes, we're actually recording later than we usually do. So we're in. <laughs> we're talking about last week. We're in. We're in, we're in the future right now. <laughs> we're in the future. It's really good. It's, it was a great weekend for those of you who are listening. Just so you know. <laughs> um, what are you listening to? Are you listening to anything, Josh? What am I listening to? Um, you know what? Yes, I am. Yes, I am. A couple of things, been dipping in and out. One that's just a, uh, just a mainstay in my music uh, music repertoire, if you will, is a is is a set from One Things Conference this last this last kind of year, end of you know, end of December, beginning of January. Um, so it's guy by a guy called David Forlu. Um, it was session furlough or furlough. Oh. For, as in John David Fur, Furlow or John it, Furlow. So not John, not John Furlow. Uh, oh, now I've, now you've thrown me for six. It's David Forlu. Okay, like, good. Um, uh, yeah, not John. Um, oh, now I'm getting the name mixed up with him. John Furlow, not John Furlow. Sorry, I confused you. No, we're good. We're good. Anyway, it's phenomenal. It is. Oh, I remember starting it. I was watching it live in the moment and the guy, I can't remember where he's from in Africa, but I remember watching it on the live stream. For those of you who don't know, IHOP, International House of Prayer, based in Kansas City, host a kind of a youth event, I guess it is. Wasn't it there last year? It was there last year, this year, this past this past year. Anyway, it's a youth, young adults event. I mean, like 10,000 people, right? Oh, it's mega. 
and it was brilliant. And uh, I happened I, I stream it because I just love 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 listening to it. And this um, I was on the live stream, and this guy was singing beautiful. Like he he was in the band. Jay Thomas was in the band. Backing backing band. There's a few others who are who are known kind of in the IHOP um, worship teams. Anyway, this this young guy is leading, and he's great, and he's wearing like this beautiful African kind of top. And when I was on the live chat, there's a guy who's like had the name something something Fallu, but it was like Bishop something something Fallu. And it's like, oh, that's my son. I'm watching from somewhere in Africa, and like his, the dad was watching his son. That's anyway, so it was good. so beautiful, and like just a, it was just a, like an hour long that kind of like really it just flowed beautifully, and the songs, the worship, it just like it takes you to the place. So I've been listening to it like almost. I mean, for the first few months of the year, it was pretty much on every single day. And now I kind of like listen to it at least once a week. But this it's been on fairly regularly the last uh, the last few days. Um, it's just it's just pure gold. So I recommend it if anyone's searching for it. It's one thing, twenty eighteen session three. We'll put the link in the show notes. So don't worry, the link will go in the show notes. And um, have you heard the new Hillsong album? Hillsong have got a new album out. Have you heard it? I heard that it's coming out, but I haven't listened to it. I've seen a lot of memes. It's good. I haven't okay. seen any memes. It's a good album. Um, and it's not Hillsong United. Hill, I find Hillsong growing up a bit boring, but uh, it's pretty good. It's pretty okay. good. Um, but what I've really been listening to, so Donald Miller from as Blue Light Jazz fame and story brand fame. Um, he, so John Donald Miller was kind of a Christian memoir writer in kind of the late 90s, early noughties, and has now turned into a bit of a business marketing guru. Yeah, how did he, how did he spin that one, huh? <laughs> well, he spins it because he was a great story writer, and now he says that the best branding or marketing is story. So there he is. it's phenomenal. We're big story brand fans yeah. at Digital Church Toolkit. But he does these daily videos called Business Made Simple Daily, and uh, you can sign up on his website. And they're phenomenal. They're like two, three minutes. The best business advice, really practical, really applicable, even for us, which are kind of in startup, small kind of phase. And I listen to them every day. And I probably try to apply them every day too. So um, the other week, one of them was like, you want every single member of your staff to know what success is. Like what's their, what's their definition of a win? And we have like one member of staff. So that's not me or Josh. We have someone yeah. that just helps us out with social media management. And so I called them up and I just was like, hey, I want you to know what success is. And this is your definition of success. And I gave them like two really tangible things. I'm like, if you can do these two things, that is success for you. Um, and I, I just love that. And just every single day, there's things like that that are really practical, really viable. Sometimes they're about marketing. Sometimes they're about managing finances. Sometimes they're about hiring new people. Sometimes they're about they're all, all kinds of things. Um, so really good stuff. So I recommend them to oh, brilliant. everyone. If you're like a church, I think... I think every church leader should listen to them because church leaders are of regularly uh, really highly qualified in kind of academia. So they may have like an MDiv or they've done some from Bible school. They may be very good at pastoral ministry because they've done it for a really long time, but at least 60% of leading a church is actually leading the organization. So it's actually like the same if you are running a business or charity, like it's a lot of leadership organization. As yeah. a senior pastor, you're often the CEO as well and this kind of stuff like it's the stuff that doesn't come naturally to a lot of pastors 
clusters, but it's really the stuff that's going to see the difference between good to good to great. Uh, and it's just good wisdom. Like it's solid advice. So I recommend it to everyone. Businessmadesimple.com. So that's what I've been listening to. I listen to them every single day. Um, so yeah. Come on. That's a high praise. High praise. High there. praise. We're, I'm big Donald Miller fan. I'm yeah. hoping he listens and gives us something for free. That's Hey hope. Don, how you doing? Hey, we Don, love your work. If you're listening, here you go. Uh, <laughs> if anyone knows Donald Miller can connect us, we would love that. What, are you reading anything this week, Josh? Am I reading? Um, yeah, a couple of things. So a lot of kids' books. Wee! In the evening, I'm in the... I'm on the... I, I do the, 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 the bedtime routine for my little boy. I was about to say, we should probably let people know your father. Yes. You're not just, like, reading bedtime yeah, books no. on your own. <laughs> you're not reading, like, three-year-old's books. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we read through a book, um, and we usually go... There's a, there's a few that, like, he likes to pick from. One's called God Knows All About Me. There's a few other ones that are kind of like learning so here's a question shapes. are they in english or spanish so he's got a couple he's got a few that are that are, that are, that are mixed um the god knows all about me is is in english then he's got a uh he's got a few that are purely spanish Come on. um so for the reference my wife which we've said before is from mexico so she speaks to my son purely in spanish i speak just in english and uh he understands pretty much everything at the moment like both languages uh, responds ninety percent in English. So, That's uh, cool. okay. I, I would have suspected it would have been ninety percent Spanish, only because your wife is with him more than you are. That was yeah. my assumption. But yeah, but uh, I guess as well, like he's everything he's hearing, you know, from when my mum comes around or grandparents. He's ever watching. Yeah, if he ever watches a show, it's usually an English show or, or kids that are playing. You know. So anyway, he he loves the, he loves the books and he's learning so many words. So it's just like instead of me reading the book, he's just like he'll point to a letter or he'll point to a shape, say it say the letter, say the color, and he wants me to do the sound like whatever. Yeah, yeah, That's been a big thing I've been reading. I've just been like, that's like every night. When I was was at your house, just on on your son, when I was at your house last week yeah he was walking around the room like pointing at things and saying them yeah, yeah. i tried to point at things myself and get him to say them but that yeah. wasn't working like he didn't care about that yeah all he cared about was pointing at things and telling me what they were it was quite yeah. cool it was yeah cute. so that's that's his thing right now um but in terms of other stuff i've actually been reading probably a lot of my time this last week has been reading specific things within like uh the facebook um like blueprints or the the kind of oh, like their their yeah, FAQs their their like I've been deep, me too I've been deep in the tax arrangements of Facebook ads and whether VAT is included or not included I've been deep in that this week uh, I'm a bit of a Facebook ad VAT expert oh I hope so anyway considering I gave some advice to a client today which if I was wrong cost oh, me yeah. a couple of thousand pounds so yeah no that's, that's yeah we don't we don't get things wrong so uh. we don't we don't I actually phoned up a friend of mine who uh, runs a big agency to I was pretty confident but I thought I'm gonna double check with someone else yeah um so I did, I did and that. it's I think it's the thing it's like you know a lot of our a lot of our stuff is is or where our expertise lies is in actually the ad creation, the ad copy, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the testing of ads, and actually you know knowing what works and knowing what's going to attract an audience and working with the data like that. The actual implementation setting up now of the coding in the back end of a site and making sure you can track that, that's more of a developer role. And yeah, some of the developers don't, don't seem to, they're not already uh, just, you know, kind of fluid in that process. And so we're trying to help 
figure that out because we know what we want, but that's not our side of things. So it's like this developer side. So it's like trying to like get those two things to kind of like marry up. And every website has a different thing. Every website platform yeah. from Shopify to WordPress to Eventbrite to other different event platforms have a different way of tracking. Some let you fully track. So, you know, you spend X amount on ads, you get, you've gained this much, but some it's a lot harder. So I think yeah. also, you know, a lot of the stuff we're dealing with, it's new, you yeah. know, so it, the tax arrangements around selling a t-shirt, like that's fairly, like people have been selling clothes since the dawn of making clothes. Like, so I think it's, but it, that, you know, when you're dealing with ads, like they're, on, they're digital, they're not a physical kind of thing. And um, who knows where they're based. And so it's all kind of, the tax range is all quite complicated. So it's it's not simple, unfortunately, yeah. but that's what people pay us for. They pay us to do things that aren't simple. So Come on. it's, um, it's been good. I enjoy like learning new things though. Like yeah. I enjoy like, you know, some of the back end stuff's a little complicated. Some of this fat thing was not was not simple. But yeah, you know, once you know it, you know it. So I'm never gonna have to sit and spend four hours researching that ever again. Come on. That's <laughs> now quote I know. Of the, that's a quote of the week, that is. When you once know, you so, know it, you know it. <laughs> once you know it, you know it. So that was <laughs> that was pretty good. That was pretty good. Come on, what have you been reading? Um so we did a post on the Digital Church Toolkit page on the Instagram account. Yeah. And probably uh, I think it was a, like not not the Friday of this week, last Friday. So I spent most of the week looking at that post and seeing what people were commenting. And it was like, describe your church in emojis. Yeah. And so just seeing like the things people put, like what they put, it's so interesting. Oh, it was um, great. And to, like, to build a picture of what that church looks like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you're a church social media manager, I dare you to get your people to describe you as your church in emojis uh, or yeah. if you're a senior pastor like get people to describe you in emojis because yeah. i think it reveals something about the way people think about you that getting them to do it in like a sentence maybe maybe wouldn't it's quite funny totally yeah so that was cool that was cool i enjoyed that that was a good little little good little piece of content i enjoyed it yeah that was really good i think everyone else did it there was like some inter-commenting around of like people tagging their yeah, church tagging this it was just a really fun it created like a really nice 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 vibe uh, so Josh, what have you learned this week? There's only so much you can say yes to. Yeah. Um, and like, just, again, it's, it's just knowing it's like, you know, I'm going to, if I'm going to take, you know, two days out to do extra curricular kind of things with it, like, you know, uh, filming for a day. Non-client or, work. Non-client, non-client work. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that, then I only really have three days left, you know, in my mind. So just actually knowing that it's like when somebody's saying like, Oh, are you around for this? Can you, can you meet on this? Can you do that? It's like, you know, often you want to say yes, yes, yes. But actually being like, Oh, next week. Oh yeah. Next week, actually next Thursday is the, the first opening feels like, Oh, it's a long way away. But the reality is otherwise, you know, you, you're just gonna be burning the midnight oil and you can't burn it at both ends. If you want to get up early and crack on with stuff, you can you know, we've been talking about this for weeks. That's wisdom there. You can only burn the candle at one end. You can burn it at night or you can burn it in the morning, but you can't burn both. Yeah. That's, and that's, uh, that's I've, got, I've definitely got a shorter candle uh, since having a kid, I think. So uh, <laughs> there is, there's, there's, there's not so much distinction between late night and early morning. But uh, Yeah, of course. Uh, it kind of like all merges into one. But I think that's, that's the thing. It's like you only say yes to so many things. So, so again, like going in like, okay, what are my yeses? Again, it's, yeah. it seems like it's the, it's the same thing every week, just kind of in a, different, in a different like skin. But it's like, what are the yeses? What are the things I'm saying yes to? Okay, so what, how do I prioritize that? How do I make sure yeah. that's, that maintains or that stays? 
um, and that I'm not spreading myself too thin and getting burnt out because, you know, we want to be here long term. Actually, that was that was one of the things from the clients we met with said. I remember oh you, yeah, they were. He he dropped some wisdom. Dropped some real wisdom. One of them was great. It was a. Uh, he said he said I want to pay you properly because I want you to be here in thirty years. Yeah. So he's like, basically, don't don't undercut, don't don't try and take it off, and just be like, oh, it's ministry yeah. rate, cut it slow. It's like, I, you know, I want you to be here around because you do great stuff. I mean, we don't have a ministry rate because just FYI, we someone said to us once, do you have a charity rate? I'm like, all our clients are charities. Yeah, so no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you're getting the charity rate. You are getting already. the charity rate. Yeah, yeah. You're getting the ministry rate. <laughs> um, so I think that's I think I think it's that's it. Um, you know, a couple of things is like you know, price yourself fairly. You know, say yes to you know, and and make sure you you know, make sure your yes is yes. Like, don't like again. My, my kind of personality type can sometimes be like, I want to, I want a finger in every single pie. And let's say, like, oh, the exciting thing comes up. It's like you say yes to something, you're committed to that. It doesn't matter what, yeah. what you. What, it doesn't matter if it's a free thing, if it's a you know, a million dollar thing or whatever it is. It's like you said yes. It doesn't matter what else comes up, but you said yes to this. Yeah. So you've committed to that. So again, it's like you can only say yes to so many things. Pick those things wisely and. Come on, that's a that, that's a message. That is, I've got to share. I've, I've got to share a message next week. So um, that could be that could be that could be brewing. So uh, yeah, what about you? What have you learned this week, Pierre? It'll be no surprise that I learned that you should stretch before you go for a run. That's what I learned. I learned it the hard way, but I learned it our way. So that was that's probably my biggest takeaway from the week. Um, and I think the other takeaway was, you know, we had a client come through last week. And who we've been talking to for a long time and um, done a little bit of work for on a small scale, probably uh, probably not undercut, but probably a bit of a loss lead, those original kind of pieces of work. But they've just come through. We're running all their ads for 2020. They're major, major client uh, doing some pretty big events. We're talking like seven eight thousand people yeah and i think i just learned like it takes time <laughs> like building a business there's not one thing that that kind of makes i used to think there was like a breakthrough moment so you had a moment and it broke through your business and it like your profit like your sales would double or triple in a day and it would all change everything but i don't believe in those moments anymore i think every single day you do something that's going to build the business um and that and 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 it's like that in a church you know there's not i don't know i think there's a breakthrough moment i think there's hard work and kindness and dedication every single day and some days some stuff happens that can sound really impressive um but other days stuff happens that actually isn't that impressive but it might be more important um you know so like getting an accountant getting an accountant may sound really boring but when you're running a business getting an accountant is really important so, oh yeah getting insurance those, getting all that stuff yeah, exactly right. exactly you know so i think those things um i think that's the other thing i learned last week along upon you stretch before you go for a run Come on. or probably any other exercise do you know what, do you know what i think could be a big joint one that we learned what one of the best potentially the best pie place in the united kingdom that's true that's true. So, I mean, I've only ever been to one dedicated pie place in the United Kingdom. I'm not counting Craig's. We're talking like a restaurant or a pub. Yeah. I'm actually trying to work out how I can go there this evening. Yeah. So I'm actually going down oh. the road from there. But uh, yeah, so we went, it's in Preston. Um, it's, I can't even remember its name anymore. I yeah, I can't remember the name. The but for those of you who are in the UK, there. for those of you who are listening from outside of the British Isles, Preston is like a city in the northwest 
of the UK. Have, I've actually just found the receipt. There's no reason you would go there. There's nothing notable there. Uh, the Football Museum of the UK used to be in Preston. It's now moved to Manchester. Yeah. So you probably wouldn't even go there for that. But if you ever are in the northwest of England, you should go to the Otter's Pocket. Yeah. And it is a beer and pie place. I'm a, quite a, obviously, you know, in moderation, but it has some great beers, which you should drink in moderation, but they're great. Their pies were outstanding. Out of this world. Literally out of this world. And, it was massive. And, I mean, I eat out quite a lot. And we managed to eat out for two people for, for £10 a head, which... It's pretty yeah. impressive. Pretty yeah. impressive. I mean, I've spent more at McDonald's for myself before now. So oh yeah, and we got was... we got we, there was mash. There was we had sides uh, of vegetables. Two sides, it was, yeah. So it was. Oh, it was sen- it was sensational. I, my mouth is. I am salivating right now at the thought of food tonight. I am. I am probably going to go again at some point this week. Oh. So. Anyway, if you're there, I mean that place was so good. So just so you know, just just yeah, you've got to have a good so, time. I've learned that. But they don't take card, so they, you have to get cash out. Just cash. We, we learned anyway, that. So, we uh, learned that one. Cool. We learned that. Let's call it quit. Not call it quit. We're done. <laughs> that's that's the podcast. That's Let's the wrap podcast this thing up. Let's wrap this up. So thank you all so much for listening. Um, we've been getting some great feedback, and we would love it if you could give us a review and a rating on your Come podcast on. provider. It really, really, really helps us. And send it to a friend. If you're like, this is great stuff, this is gold, you can go hit copy, copy the link, send it to your friend, send it to your pastor, send it to your communications manager, because um, we've got some cool... I'm interviewing tomorrow, and it will come out at some point in the next week or two. I'm interviewing... Um, tomorrow morning, uh, a church planter based in London planted a church about 10 years ago. He's gone big on social media. He's one of the main social media people for the Church of England in London. And uh, really excited to be interviewing him. Go on, it's going to be great. I'm actually then going to be jumping on his Instagram and answering some questions of his to me on Instagram Live straight after. So that's going to be fun. So that's tomorrow. But uh, So we've got some great content planned. So please give us, give us a review. Send it to your friend. That's really helpful for us.